Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yes, this is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crackhead, a.k.a. Andres Podcast, where you can find me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and other podcast sources through buzzsprout.com. They're a source that, that, that they will distribute your podcast to anybody and everyone that wants to listen to your podcast. So if you're interested in podcasting, go through Buzzsprout. I like them. I'm not doing a real good job of this podcasting and stuff yet, but I'm trying. So today, folks, as you know, I have my buddy Ron here again, and um, I invited over him over, and we tried to do one last night, and it didn't really work because uh, Ron got high, too, and he got uh, <laughs> drunk. <laughs> Say hi, Ron. What's up, buddy? Howdy. How are you doing, everybody? Good, good. How's the weather, huh? Great. It stopped snowing. It was snowing last night, and it stopped this morning, and a low 10% chance of precipitation today, so I think we're pretty good. See, folks, we live in the state of Michigan, and the state of Michigan is awesome because we have four seasons, mm-hmm. and uh, we have bad drivers, all four seasons, mm-hmm. so if it's hot and sunny, we'll have an Indian drive 90 miles an hour it's in a residential area. Mm-hmm. If it's oh, cold yeah. outside, and there's snowing outside, and the highway... We have more idiots called people that drive trucks and medians, and they still go ninety. And you're like, "Where are you going so fast, though, buddy?" Oh, and then you drive by them, and then you put down your window and say, "Hey, that's not where you park there. It's not illegal to park there." In reality, they smash into something. Well, a lot of people have the uh, the idea that they have four wheel drive, so they can drive at any speed they want. Well. That's not true. Uh, you can wipe out with four-wheel drive as you can with two-wheel drive. You're just going too fast. You lose control. You hit the ice. There's just no way you're going to wipe out. So there's a lot of it. It's attitude, too. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you just got a van. Or in a hurry, yeah. And you got yourself a, a van that has not great tires. Right. But now and you got to get new tires for your van. Yeah. You must really like your car. I mean, your van now. I mean, you can go literally anywhere now. Yeah, it's great. It goes anywhere. I can get in it with a ramp. Um, I can drive it myself, or someone else can drive me if they need to or drop me off. It's it's great. Yeah, um, and that that's another thing too with it with the bad tires on it. Um, a couple of days ago, we were out and um, it was slippery all over the place. We were driving slow and avoiding the highway, but yeah, your tires make a difference too. But then again, you got to have a good attitude when you're driving. You don't want to be too crazy. Take your time. I'd rather be late to work and not at work at all. Exactly. But I will say this. <laughs> When I did drive with you, your van, mm-hmm. maybe one of the first times, yep. the sailor and Ron came out. Yeah. Fucker. What <laughs> yeah, the fuck are you going so fast? Get out of the way. I Hurry think up. I get that. Why, from my, you, why are you my ass? Yeah. I get that from my grandmother. My mother used to tell me she would drive the same way. And my mother would also, but she wouldn't cuss. Yeah. She'd say, when are you going to learn how to drive her? Come on, hurry up. Oh, shalom, she'd say. Which is Jewish for a cuss word, I guess. I don't know. But anyway. What is it? You shot? Shalom. Shalom? Shalom. Is yeah. that Islam? No, I don't know. I'm not it's really sure. It sounds like she, it. It, I, sounds I, like it probably, it's a, like a Jewish type, it's oh, yeah, Islamic so it sounds, type, whatever it is. But you're not Jewish. No, I'm not. But that's um, my, my great grandmother was not Jewish. They were, they were always devout Catholic. 
but somewhere being German and Jewish and whatever, oh, yeah. it probably got in that language because language is weird. It can start in one place and get in another. Like yeah. there's different types of Yiddish yes. in the Jewish community because that's another language that they speak, like a German kind of, I'm not really sure what it is, but it's, yeah, it's cool. so it's a kind of a cultural thing, I guess, too, yeah. the language. So what I do when I drive, the only time I get real mad mm-hmm. driving is when the light turns green and no one's moving. moving. Yes, that exactly. That pisses me off. Like, me too. Yeah. Hurry the F up. Yeah. Please, it's not getting any greener. Christ. That's as green as the light will get. It's not getting any greener. It just Go. bugs me. I don't get I it. I'm like, it's just reaction well, time. It's just doing? so slow. Well, you know, and I, I, the timeline, too, because I think a lot more people are more cautious now because there's so many more accidents. And I've noticed that, too. So when I see a green light, I go. I hit the gas, and I'm gone. No hesitation. No looking the other way. I just go. But a lot of people, depending who they are, maybe they're on their cell phone texting, which they shouldn't be doing, not paying attention. And it only takes one second to create 15 minutes or what, however long the traffic is. It's, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky that I work downtown, and I have a parking ramp, and right. I don't have to wait Oh, yeah. See, the, the beauty of it. It's protected. You've got your space. Nobody else can take it. Well, hopefully they won't. But, uh, you know, you're guaranteed a parking space that's, that's covered. Um, no snow, no shoveling off your car. It's beautiful. No finding parking space downtown. Because I'll tell you, come out here on a Saturday night and try to find a parking space. Good luck. You know what? Actually, the very state about where I live, I'm about three blocks away from, no, about two blocks away from Hockey. Hopcat. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go to this other Mexican restaurant called Bristol's on Oak Street. All right. And it was Friday and it was mm-hmm. raining and snowing. It's like, damn. Because I'm walking distance to those two restaurants. Right. But the one that's further away, the Bristol's, mm-hmm. was a little bit too far. Okay. And I really wish I went there instead. Right. Because Hopcat, Hopcat is kind of like the local great restaurant of Grand Rapids. It's, they, they were one of the first restaurants when Vando Arena opened up that was there. They, have, they had at one point 27 different beers. Mm-hmm. And I, wow, that's a lot of beers. But Michigan that's beers. Okay. Well, actually, they Crafted had other. Well, they actually, they had other state beers there too. Oh, but now well, they're just Michigan sure. beers. Okay, but but now I go there every once in a while to eat their food and drink a couple of their beers, and and I just the one thing I love about Grand Rapids is like there's people out and about, mm-hmm. and right. after I was done eating there, I went to Grand Rapids Brewing. Now, I'm gonna say this. I like their beer. I like the atmosphere of the place. The atmosphere of the place they have mm-hmm. in, the, in the back room. You should go there. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, a place where you can actually play uh, video games back there free. Oh, that's, now that's a plus. So, that's a plus, yeah. So that's one thing I like about Grand Rams Brewing. Now, to be fair, I'm a founder's guy. I like Founders Dark Beers. Oh, Founders is the best. Yeah, you bet. That's a great place. Now, I do think that I do think that Grand Rapids Brewing has a couple IPAs that are pretty good. 
Mm-hmm. But the one that I was drinking, which is John Ball Brown, John Ball Brown. John Ball Brown after it the was zoo. basically okay. I don't know if it was a I, I think it's a partial porter, partial stout. Don't know really what it was. Kind of in between, but that yeah. sounds really good though. But for some reason, that drink it just upsets my stomach. Okay. Now I don't know if it's the cups or it's the actually the drink itself. You know, it could be ingredients in there because sometimes brewers will add orange peel or they add a flavor or something you can barely hardly taste that could be it too that could maybe set your stomach off maybe you're allergic to it maybe it doesn't agree with you yeah that's the only thing i can think of because i i mean i've well we went i went to uh the mitten the other day which is on leonard it's not really downtown but it's a west side well, it's always yeah yeah leonard yeah I, the yes, highway you get to consider it the highway yeah. what interrupts the the intersection yeah. of mm-hmm. leonard ionia mm-hmm. and um plainfield Plainfield, yeah, right? Old Plainfield, when you're coming from yeah. uh, division right. going into Plainfield, mm-hmm. that's old, old. Well, that's kind of the, the oldest part of Plainfield. Now, the highway, right? Grand Rapids, the highway is right in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. So the problem with that, though, is other cities, the highways around the city. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get to Ionia to Leonard. Mm-hmm. Either have to take the back roads to Fulton Street, up right, and then go to Monroe or Monroe, mm-hmm. and then take a left mm-hmm. to Leonard to get on the hi- to not get on the highway, but to go over the hi- to go on underneath the highway, which could take you twenty minutes. But what I tell people to do, from where I live, mm-hmm. I'll take Ionia, take a left on Oak Street, and then take and then take a, the exit off Leonard. And okay. then take a left. Okay. That's a lot faster. People are like, well, you have stuff to get on the highway. Yeah, but it's a lot faster than Oh, going yeah, in. definitely. Yeah. So yeah. that's one thing that's yeah. along with that. But Leonard is still considered downtown. It's a okay. outside. Uh, it's, it's, to me, it's downtown because. Mm-hmm. No, I, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say the west side, but it, yeah. if you want to get real particular. But, um, but go we went to the that. Mitten. Yeah. Um, and now they do have flights of beer, which mm-hmm. is great. But they have a flight of pizza, which yeah. is weird. I've never heard that before. And their pizza is great. I'll give it their pizza. Now they have, well, when I was there, they had maybe, oh, let's see, eight, nine, maybe 12 beers all together. Mm-hmm. Then that would be your dark stouts and your porters and your, and your IPAs and then your bitters and your uh, uh, bitters and your, um, uh, what do you call those? Uh, stouts? Not stouts. No, it's a, it's a drink. It's a, it's a citrusy drink. Um, yeah, those. Are. Um, there's a name for them. They're not spritzers, but they're they're a, an infused, fruity type beer that yeah. I can't really explain. Um, and I don't really care for those. So I I did their flight, and I tried it. Uh, one of their their, uh, their darks, their uh, stouts, yeah. and it was. It was a stout for sure, but it, it, I didn't really care for the taste. It was nothing like Founders. I mean, wow. once you go to Founders and drink their beer, you'll be spoiled because you try anywhere else. And, and not saying anywhere else's beer is bad. You just not, might not have the taste for it. Well, I think the one thing about yeah. I would agree with that. I would think that 
The mint does make a good IPA. It's called the um, yeah, Old Country. The, okay. I yeah. think it's called Old Country. Mm-hmm. And it's very comparable to Two-Hearted Bells. And it's almost comparable to, to uh, Black Rock's uh, 51K, okay. which is my favorite double Yeah, that's IPA. right. Yep. Yep. So oh, I think it's called Old Country from, uh, from the mint. But what makes the men so awesome is that when you go in there, I don't know if you pay attention to the inside of it, but it's all baseball stuff. Okay. So yep. they got the old baseball, old Detroit Tiger baseball seats mm-hmm. um, displayed outside just before okay. you get in, into the restaurant. Oh, stadium main, seats. Cool. Okay. The old stadium seats. Okay. And then the whole theme of the whole place of Menton is actually a baseball theme. Right, I so it's a, but their pizza is phenomenal. I think. Oh yeah, you, you I think, no doubt about it. I think if you wanted to go to a pizza place that's not Pepino's or Vitale's or anywhere right. like that, then you wouldn't want to go on And of course, they have their craft beer. Mm-hmm. But the whole atmosphere of that place on Leonard Street, it, it really fits in because they used. Oh, to be, it does. It's it's I, it's an old it's an old you, building too. It's been. It the building that's been gutted out and it's been remanufactured that gives it that old kind of it has that style to it, it. yeah well, it the ambiance had, about it i guess you could say well yeah, yeah. but it, it's it was a firehouse at one point oh okay i yeah. oh it was ah okay so okay. that in itself is awesome about that yeah place. so i mean i'm not going to i mean a lot of people i would say this about founders the owner or the person who started founders mm-hmm. they their Audi IPA, I'm not a big fan of it. And I do like their darker or their night, their night IPA their or Audi IPA. Because for some reason that tastes better, but it could be in my head. It could be the same drink, right. but it's dark. Yeah. But I will say this, like if the thing about craft beer mm-hmm. is that a lot of people don't like it because they tell me they can taste the grape or the Whatever. The Some people can. It depends on their, their taste buds. I can. I can. It's like, it's kind of like uh, sparkling water that I have at home. It's got flavors in it. You can taste raspberry. You can taste lemon, but it's not sweet. It. You just barely. I mean, just a hint. Just you barely. You got to really concentrate and taste it. Yeah. So yeah, I can. I can see that. And some people would probably have a better palate. They can taste that more than another person would. What I know that you're like my dad and you yep. don't like. Craft beer. No, actually, I I do like craft. I love. Well, I mean, like, I you mean, don't like the IPAs. And no, all that. I don't like the IP. I mean, I like I like the stouts. I like the nitro oatmeal stout at Founders. Try some; it's fantastic. Just be careful. Just have one, and then, well, tone it down because you have you can have two or three of those, and you'll regret it. Yeah. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, I just don't I think, drive. I think people if you don't know enough about Founders or right. or new. Uh, New Holland Brewing. Supposedly in the mid nineties, mm-hmm. two guys, two fry houses, were making up. And this is like nineties. This is when craft beer was just just starting. Yeah, I remember. They but a lot Seattle, of craft yeah. beer started in the West Coast, mm-hmm. and it started drifting to the East Coast. And Chicago mm-hmm. had a, maybe a somewhat larger crowd for craft beer in the in the middle of the nineties. But the two guys that started the New Holland Brewing and, and Founders, they they crafted to where it just made 
West Michigan, the spot to be. Mm-hmm. So the Founders guy went to Grand Rapids, and the New Holland Brewing guy stayed close to Hope College, which probably was a genius Holland. thing to yep. do. So you got college kids, you got professors, you have people That's that live my, with it. My niece goes to Hope, and she yeah. plays uh, uh, soccer. So yeah, pretty cool. So go Hope. So also, soccer, especially for female soccer, it's huge in West Michigan. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, yep. she's very good at it. Yep. yep. Uh, I think she has a sport career. Yeah. We'll see. So yeah, hopefully she does. So we also. So what happens that I think what happened was that the New Holland guy just he just for some reason his business took off. I don't know if they got helped by buying mm-hmm. or or having an outside source. But I can tell you that the New Holland Brewer, I mean the founders guy in Grand Rapids, they landed on Monroe Street. And it's by those condos. And those condos are a kind of like a hot spot. So one day, so one day I I didn't have nothing to do. My friends were on dates. And I'm kind of venturous guy anyways. Because mm-hmm. I lived at the time, I was still living in Wyoming. I think I was living on 44th Street. So I went downtown, just driving around. And I went to Monroe, on Monroe Street. Just kept driving down. And I see this place, and I see a uh, good handful of people in it. Mm-hmm. And I see these huge uh, barrels of of the beer that they that's how they make it. And then I see this one guy, and he's drinking a dark beer. And I thought it was Guinness or something. Like, ah, I'll, I'll try Guinness again. Mm-hmm. So I go in there. Another good beer, yes. Well, well, I would, yeah, I would, yeah. I think well, three. I think Guinness used to be good pre, pre craft beers. Yeah, no, but I don't think they're no, good. Well, now if, they're if just you flat. Taste a Guinness and then go drink a porter or a yeah. I mean, dark at Guinness or a to stout me, at, at Guinness to me is flat now. Yeah, if you taste and yeah, they're a big difference. Yeah, that's true. I remember. Yeah, I told you, you that. saying because I think we did that. We you came out of my house one day and you said, "Hey," I said, "Hey, why don't you get some Guinness?" I, I love Guinness, so you bought some Guinness, and we're tasting like. Wow, what happened? It's, I, I you know, I, I think we're spoiled on founders. I really, that's our number one. I mean, it, that's where we, if we're going to go someplace, that's usually where we go. Yeah. And um, Wednesday night they have a they have an open mic night, which is great. Um, yeah, it's no bands, nice. just single people up there playing their hearts out, which is really great. Um, but yeah, the beer has to be good. Um, I haven't been to Hopcat yet. I haven't been to New Holland. We almost went to New Holland one time, but they were very busy. It was in summertime. Well, I think. So I think, well, I think one thing about New Holland is that, well, I should finish the story about mm. the founders guy. All right, go ahead. So, so I don't get off track. So the founders guy, I go in there, and I, this is when I'm still drinking Miller Lite and Coors mm-hmm. Light, and my friends are drinking um, Christian Brothers and and Hennessy because okay. the, the guys that I used to hang out with just were black. So I go in there and I introduce myself. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I introduce myself like a moron, and like, hey, what kind of beer do you guys sell here? And that guy asked me, what kind of beer do you usually drink? I drink Coors Light and Miller Light, and the guy right. laughed. 
Yeah. Funny as thing, it just laughed at me like, "Try this," and I was hooked. I don't. Yeah. I think I don't know what it was. I don't know. It was. uh, It was a dark beer, but I was hooked, and Mm. and come to find out, within the same year, he was about to go bankrupt, and then he uh, reached out to sources. I think outside of the states. I think it was a Belgium company. Okay. And they own 30% of the business now. Okay. But now Founders is basically everywhere. Really? Okay. But <laughs> I'm not sure. Do not quote me. This is just hypothetical what I've been told. So as a more professional podcaster, people out there, they would, they would have all the notes down. But mm. I can't like make my podcast as freelance as possible. Right. So, my computer just uh, stopped for a second because it was trying to connect to my Apple phone. So, saying that, so other podcasters out there who are much more about craft beer and all that, they would know the much detailed facts of it. Mm-hmm. But, so, when I went out to Grand Rapids Brewing, there were there was a, a PBR event. Professional right. Bull, uh, bull, bull Riders, riders. yes. I've been to that. And it was country folks. Interesting. And one of the best things about Grand Rapids is that on a given night, you can be at a certain occasion yeah. for something that you're not into. And mm-hmm. it was pretty cool because there were country girls. Mm-hmm. And half of them were married and had their rings on. But mm-hmm. it was really just kind of like my confidence needs to be more up, more running, and mm-hmm. I should have not worn my little uh, winter hat in there and looking like I was, I don't know, almost like the two thousands kind of the cool guy that wears his North North Park North uh, Face hat, North Face hat, North <laughs> Face. <laughs> okay, jacket. yeah. So I can picture him now. So I should have not done that, but right. I should have just worn my hat or comb my hair mm-hmm. and be much more presentable. So, as I'm getting, I'm, I'm gaining more confidence. This is going to flip people out. So, on Instagram, right. I post things on Instagram where I'm going, what I'm doing. And then it goes, connects from Facebook to Instagram. Because Instagram and Facebook are owned by the same company. So, like, I posted a picture of my, me out and about and some mm-hmm. girl. You know, gives me a heart or a thumbs up for the pictures I posted, and then she wants to be my friend. And then she starts a conversation, and it's mm-hmm. kind of a new wave of how people communicate with each other, trying to hook up. And this girl looked completely average. Yeah. And she basically said, asked me what I'm doing on this platform. I'm, like, I'm just here to, to post stuff and, and maybe meet it, people or whatever. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, me too. And the kicker thing is that she had her, 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 her Instagram page had a Jesus Christ uh, messages and family right. and love oh, okay. and all yeah. this really positive things that what most women would put on their, on their dating gotcha. website. Right. And then 
And then she asked me, so are you trying to find someone or hook up or not? I'm trying to just be, just try to hang out with people or right. hang out with, 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 with women. Mm. And then she goes on to this little, uh, not rant, but not, she just said, well, I'm here just, uh, I got, I'm a diversity, I have a couple kids. Mm-hmm. And then she goes like, I'm super horny all the time. And I want my, my, my escapades not to be out there. So then she asked me what I was doing for a living. And this was right. on the weekend. And uh, so I'm working. Mm-hmm. And then I asked her, and I, it sounds too good to be true. So I asked her, hey, how about we just meet at the coffee shop? Okay. And then the location where I, where I gave her, the city where I asked, where I was, she said, oh, I live, that's amazing. I've never met people within the city distance within my house. I went, okay. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, okay, maybe this is just what it is. Mm-hmm. So she kept asking me over and over, like, where are you right now? I'm, I'm still at work. And I said to her, I won't get, get out until about 3.30. Mm-hmm. And then she kept asking, do you want me to come over? And I'm kind of like, why don't we just meet at a coffee shop? Because you never know. Neutral I mean, territory, she, yeah. yeah. Let's she might, I mean, take that, especially nowadays. What's amazing, well, what's, to, <clears throat> excuse me. what's amazing to me is that this girl or this person was right. profoundly evident to meet me at my apartment. Mm-hmm. And most women, or most, I think most common sense women would say, yeah, let's meet somewhere. Yeah, out so in public. So, so yeah. she gets to feel right. like I'm not going to be a fucking story killer. Yeah. Or story rapist. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So she has kids. Mm-hmm. And I kind of knew that. When I said about three thirty, four o'clock to meet me at my place, because I was thought, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe she just doesn't want to meet somewhere, but mm-hmm. me in my apartment. But I, to tell the truth, folks, I'm not that type of guy that, that women just like, oh, let me just go home with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, that's not reality. That well, doesn't. that is reality. Some guys yeah, well, yeah, get it. Some, some guys, guys I'm just it. saying in, in our realm, it's not a reality. Well, some it's, guys, it's, I mean, I'm telling you, some guys can pull it off. And yeah, I, oh, yeah. I, you're, you're right. You're, you are correct. I've, I've seen in the past, I've seen some guys that just look a girl, and, and the next thing you know, they're sleeping together. Yeah. Uh, you have that power. But it, 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 it's, I don't know. I, I guess it, that must be, I, I would say that's a God-given gift because some guys just have this, I don't know what it is. You well, don't train yeah. for it. You just have it, yeah, I guess. Yeah, have it. So, uh, yeah, God, yeah. So here, okay, so, so here we go. So I am kind of anticipating, like, I'm going to get some sure, action. Right, right. Because she says, <clears throat> she kind of hints, like, I just want to have sex. Because right. she's always sure. horny and she has yeah. kids. Mm. And she doesn't want her and, kids to find out. Right. But I knew, I knew that low. kids get out of school. Oh, right. What did we say? Was this on a weekend? No, I think this was on a Wednesday. It wasn't on oh, a weekend. Oh, okay. So it was we, on a Wednesday. Weekday, so, oh, it was on a, gotcha. On, it was on a Wednesday. Ah. And then, and then, yeah, it was on a Wednesday. <clears throat> and then I knew by 2.30, right. okay. kids are starting to go out home. of school. Yeah. Get out of school. About 3.30. So she tells me she's 35 years old. So her kids must not be more than older than 12 to 8 years old. I'm assuming. Yeah. Unless she started uh, no, super that, early. Unless she was yeah, pregnant at 16. Given that timeline and, and your information, you could probably compute that that, 
you know, there's you're because <clears throat> you're looking through this and red flags are popping up. Is yeah. what you're saying, right? So, okay. so I knew, I knew, I knew that this anticipating moment was mm-hmm. getting closer. But the thing about it, though, okay, she made the first contact with me about eleven o'clock in the morning. I was at work, and then we set, kept t- texting each other or Instagramming each other mm-hmm. till maybe one or two. And then I okay. didn't hear nothing from her for two hours. And then she asked me, hey, you want me to come over? Like, and I'm, you know, when you're about to like, think that you're going to get laid, your whole body starts like, yes. Mm-hmm. This is a yes moment. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and what? This girl just wants to. Hanky, yeah, that's, yeah right. This girl just wants to do the hanky-panky and get out. That's, that's, that's some, perfect. That's, that's, that's perfect, right? I've, a lot of guys, that was, a, I, and I've known some guys that have had that relationship where it's just sex, and you're still together, but you're not dating, per se, and you're not in love. You're just two people that have a certain need. And that's, yeah, that's been around. And, uh, I mean, I, how perfect is that? <laughs> so, this is when, so this is when it turned to, like, oh, no, this isn't good. So mm-hmm. I made contact with her about 3.30. Okay. And, well, actually, she sent me a, a, a text or an Instagram text. All right. And she said, hey, are you there? And this is about 3.15, 3.30. So, hey, yeah, I'm here. And then I tell her, and then I asked, like, what time do you have to be back for your kids? And, like, she gives me a a question mark re, uh, remark or mm-hmm. right. response. And then I get, and then she says, oh, oh, my kids, my kids need something to occupy them. So if you can give me $100, that'd be great to occupy their kids because she doesn't want to send them to a babysitter. Oh, right. So oh. that was a trigger right there because I did ask her, like, you're not going to ask for money, right? I mean, you're just horny, and you. I mean, to me, I'm like, if you're just coming uh, yeah. over to get, just get horny. And I'm, I'm, I, and I'm old school. I'm street smart. I, yeah. That's one thing about me. I get, I get. That's one thing about me. I'm street smart to understand when people are going to start BSing me, or I can start you, when to you're read getting people, played. Yeah. Or I'm gotcha. starting right. to read people. Okay. Okay. So, she has a big question mark. You're like, what do you mean? Well. The kids are out of school. It's three thirty, and this is why I made it to three thirty because if she was serious. She would have had her neighbor watch the kids, and she would have came over. Or, or if she, she was have, married, she would have her husband. Or if she had a boyfriend and they weren't married, you know, exactly. that's what you would uh, expect. Okay, if that were the case. And if their kids, and mm-hmm. if she had kids who are sixteen right. and twelve, yeah. the sixteen-year-old kid could have yeah. watched the twelve-year-old. Yeah, but when you're or whatever. Ask but, money to take care of the kids. It's like, wait, that's not what we're after here. We're after sex, not yeah. taking care of your kids. So, like, okay. Like, I think, I think she, <clears throat> and then she went that, well, would you keep, would you be willing to give me 50? Right. And I, um, okay, I get it. I get it. This was all run around for you to, to get money for a service or something that you weren't going to do. This is what I put it, what happened. I told mm-hmm. her that. Well, I'm not going to tell that, that 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 part of my of the of the story because I, I, I at least want to keep my life somewhat private. Oh, absolutely. But, so when she figured out, 
like people didn't realize that if we met somewhere like my apartment or a coffee shop or somewhere and then we go back to my place and she would ask me where's that money all she would have to do is take the money and she would just scatter it away yeah without right. any, just take it anything yeah just just take right off yep and it's and you can't really go to the police and say, hey, uh, I got ripped off. And then the cop look at you like, what happened? Well, I was going to hook up with a girl, and then I uh, gave her 50 bucks, and then she left. And like, he would ask me, what's up for 50 bucks for? Oh, we were just going to hang out. I'm like, really? Really? Just going to hang out? Yeah. Right. No, I mean, he's going to cut you the chase. Like, right. you try to buy a, 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 a service from her. Right. It's sexual service. Yeah, right. So, well, the funny thing about it is that all these other uh, websites, dating websites, you have to pay the websites to keep your application out there. Mm-hmm. So in order for a girl to respond to you on eHarmony or Match.com or, right. or, or Fish.com or whatever, mm-hmm. you have to pay them like a $10 monthly charge or the eHarmony or Match.com. I see. Is, Sorry. Uh, you want to turn that down? And uh, if you if you go on those websites or those sites, you have to pay like twenty bucks. And those twenty bucks mm-hmm. is a service for them to take from you until you get laid or find somebody to hook up with. Right. So, like Tinder, you just swipe left and swipe right. Mm-hmm. So based on your look, and people are kind of, you know, what I would say. Uh, very um, objective to just looking at somebody's looks. Right. So, <clears throat> if you're not a good-looking person on Tinder, right, you're not probably gonna get not gonna get any connection unless you're desperate enough to just date anybody that looks halfway decent and has a couple holes to fill. Right. I mean, it works mm-hmm. both ways. Sure. So, but. The funny thing about that, those eHarmonyMatch.com, is that they're charging you to get laid. So they're paying you. I mean, I mean mm-hmm. you're paying them so that you can get laid. Right. Where in my case, I was going to just pay somebody to get laid, which is, right. not, is illegal. Mm-hmm. But eHarmonyMatch.com and those guys can charge you to get laid, mm-hmm. which, is yes. a really, which is a really oxymoron moment. Yeah, I'll have to because, say that. Yeah, that's because true. Basically, that's... basically, you're cutting the middleman out mm-hmm. when you connect with somebody on mm-hmm. Instagram or Facebook and say, hey, yeah. I'm here to hook up. I'm here to feel good for 45 seconds. And she's like, 45 seconds? Yeah. I'm like three pumps in the dump, sweetheart. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't, don't be that guy. No, All right? Be don't be that, that guy. guy because you're never yeah. going to get Don't be that, that guy. Don't, don't no, be that don't guy. Don't be that guy. But no, but, I, I, I see what you're saying because... It, Nowadays, especially anything's everything's on, on on computer and electronic and, and 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 so I'm sure there's a lot of scamming out there too. Well, yeah, you know, and and that's unfortunate. Um, I did have a friend that I don't know what she, what she was. He wasn't really sure, but basically she got there, and 
she he'd let her feel her up, but he wouldn't. There's no penetration or no sex, and it was always like she would let him feel. Him she, up. Yeah, and 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 he's like, she goes, but for a hundred dollar tip, maybe we can go places, do some more stuff. And I'm thinking, now you got dupe. Don't give her that hundred dollar tip. That's bullshit. Now she's gonna excuse somebody's gonna call on her phone. She's like, oh my kids are in trouble. I gotta go. Sorry. Or, or some it, there's scams out there, and well, he told I, me about this. Well, I can't remember how it turned out. I I can't remember. Well, you know what? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. At my point in my life, because I know that I'm not that good looking guy, but I'm pretty good to make women laugh and giggle and all that. Right. But I'm still not that good enough looking guy for for most women like hook up with well, me for for a night or or even just uh, have a occasional date with them mm-hmm. so i'm the guy that women think is i'm funny but there's an objective for them to uh fit in in society and because i don't fit in their society mm-hmm. they're going kind of discard me where i think a lot of guys get screwed by that because oh, i really do definitely. think i really do think for the hundred dollars that for the hundred dollars to do something that's really just taking a girl on a date yeah so right. maybe yeah, Maybe yeah. I mean I'm not saying it it, it could have been a right. bad thing, but maybe it could have been a good thing because this way he could have been hanging out with her, and sometimes that's all it takes just to be around the opposite sex or just mm-hmm. to know that that just to know that the opposite sex or the girl that you're into mm-hmm. is into you mm-hmm. and she knows that you're into her, exactly and that's right. really yeah. what the people really want. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. really. It's not really always a sexual. Uh, uh, no, ex- that that has some some what to do with it. But you're right. Um, it, yeah, there's personality I mean, in what you like to do and what you like to talk about and what you have in common. And yeah, yeah, you're right. So that's true. So in some ways, it <clears throat> works backwards. It does. Where, yeah. where okay. So if you're a Christian, Jewish, or Muslim, it's going to be the normal way. You're right. going to date someone based on your belief system. You're going to date somebody based on your. Uh, uh, morals and, and, and personality, and personality, you know, yeah. reality of what you want in your family or what your family mm-hmm. is expecting of you to have. Right. So, so you meet someone, and then you date, and then you, then you keep dating, and then you keep dating, and then one day you pop the question to marry them, and then one day after the marriage you conceal to to having sex because. Traditionally, Christians, Jews, and Muslims, they can't have sex until they're married. Right. Until they're married. Yeah, that's the So that's rule. the traditional way. Mm-hmm. But if you are a, a person that has those belief systems, but you don't fit in in that system because the way that you look or the way that people will respond to you because you're not uh, marriage material, mm-hmm. you have to look at other avenues right and for me like i said this before i knew in my 20s when mm-hmm. i was hanging with val and antoine and jimmy mm-hmm. like those guys could just get laid anytime they wanted to like mm-hmm. antoine and jim uh, antoine and val yeah, well they were the, the antoine players and val were, well yeah but they, they were players but they knew how they to talk to women. oh yeah and yeah. women and women did like i mean i would tell you this Val maybe not be the best best looking guy out there, but he knew how to make women laugh, and he, oh, he knew he, how to get yeah 
very he, good at And he that. knew how yes. to have a good time, even if yes. that good time did not end in having sex. Oh, that's that's true. So, that, he, so he made he made that experience right. for those girls a lot better because if they saw each other at the bar or the club again next weekend, they would have got probably hooked up. Unless Tina found out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, I, I but, see what you mean because I, I, I do remember Val, and you're right. I, I wouldn't say he wasn't a ugly guy and he wasn't a super handsome guy he was no stud but he he was okay nobody's an average guy average guy so yeah i can see that but he was i remember him being very smooth very funny well he was a very funny man. he did very good and yeah good but i good. tell you this i tell you this so when i like jimmy mm-hmm. was more quiet but more sarcastically and then he got married and was on a date one site and i'm not going to get too right. involved in this okay relationships because I don't think he really wants anything else out there. But Jimmy was able to connect with different women too. Right. And then Antoine was the super playboy, but he was better looking than most of us. But his deceptive ways, you know, it just yeah, his personality kind of I'm not gonna get involved in that conversation, but Antoine knew how to manipulate the situation to make himself look better than what he really okay. should have got been. you, yeah. Not saying that he's not a, a decent guy. He's just more manipulated. Okay. So, but for me, for me, I was just that guy that, you know, when you have some form of, of a left-hand stroke and mm-hmm. from childbirth and all that, I mean, it's just one of those things that I had to understand that. Right. That my, that my progression towards women is going to be backwards. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely. Why, yeah. I mean, I, I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you this. If I was a little bit more mature, mm-hmm. and I was, and I went to sensations, and I told this story before, I would tell the girls where I work, and the girls would come to my place to work, and I would give them a discount. So then I would buy them the product. Mm-hmm. So it's a fitness product, mm-hmm. a fitness wear. Okay, I would get. I would buy it for twenty five percent off. Okay, so but the service behind that was that then I would get some action. Okay, hey, nothing wrong with clothing sales. That's that's wonderful. So, well, I mean, I I I don't think that you missed. I think you missed the whole processing thing about action. Oh yeah. What I mean by action is I got a little hanky panky moment with them. Okay, so. So, for me, I kind of have to work backwards because if 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 I was to, all right, I'm gonna be right back in the commercial break, folks. So, welcome back to the Crazy Dre podcast show. Ron had to uh, connect with his wife. Yeah, very important well, phone call. Yeah, basically, he's trying to get home. And the wife calls, you'd better answer. Yeah, exactly. Amen to that. Sorry about that, people. No, it's all right, folks. All right. It's okay. So I have to, I have to respond backwards to the fact that I have to, in some funny way, I have to go and talk to women for a service, even though the service that I'm looking for should be somewhat couple times meeting them after so for most people 
they get to know each other and then they mango and tango uh to do the hanky panky but for me i'm almost have to pursue it the other way because i have to find a way to get them to know me first but if the service is out there for that to be happening for sex then they somewhat it's so weird it's like they take me more seriously but they're trying to take advantage out of me i guess right so i do think that i do think that most people who are able-bodied people will tell you that's pretty stupid you should probably never hook up with a girl through instagram or the podcast or, right. or like any like anything like that and then try to pursue that in that in that fashion you should at least go on a date or two at first but Correct. i mean it's it's a weird it's a weird thing it's something that I don't know if there's a lot of men out there that could really truly understand this. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of men will just say, well, dude, I just go on Tinder, go left and right, mm-hmm. swipe left and right, or I do a match.com or e, e, e harmony. Right, and okay, that's my And then they have put more like detailed stuff down on who they are. Mm-hmm. And then they pay for the service to, for their stuff to be an advertisement. Mm-hmm. Which is, to me, I think it's I don't know. I'm kind of like, I'm thinking I'm, sooner or later I'm going to have more confidence, so I'll just yeah, go to a bar, right. sit next to, by myself, and then if a girl happens to be there, I'll go, hey, how you doing, blah, 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 and see if it can connect. Most likely right. it won't, but... It may not. But I, I think, mean, you're... but I think that, I think that I'm learning how to be more confident. Okay. So you're, you're saying you want to go old school. That's the way you do it now. You don't need a computer. You don't need it. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do that. You can just go in and hopefully, and, and, and that holds true in a lot of cases. I've known some people that met that way and were married. They met at a bar. Where'd you meet? A bar. And people go, yeah, I guess it worked out. So it, you don't really have to do a dating site. Besides, dating site is going to cost you money. Well, oh, bar is too, but if you're only buying drinks for you, now say that you get a conversation and you set up a date or something and you do have to spend some money, buy a couple beers or whatever, that's fine too. See, that's so it's the old-fashioned way. And, and that now I can't say that always works. No. I mean, um, back but, in the day when I was young enough and I, before I was married, I just I, I was in your situation. I just didn't have the – no one is interested. It wasn't looks or anything. I don't know what it was, and I, and I tried to figure that out. And for the longest time – sorry about that. And for the longest time – I was really frustrated about what what am I doing wrong? What are what do they see in me? What did you know, it's a very it's a big mystery. Now, in your in your situation, obviously you have a, a physical disability that you can see. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I, I do too, but it, you can't see the only reason you know is because I either walk with a wobble or I'm in a chair. Okay, that's a dead giveaway. So now you've gotta use that and you've gotta what you've got left over to say to this gal, like, like the one gal you met that one day, I won't go into details, but she oh, was yeah. disabled too, but oh, yeah. I, beautiful girl. Yeah. But at the same time, I think she was kind of offed by it because she said she didn't want anybody noticing it right away. They would conversate. And then as they got in conversation, she would have got into that slowly and then opened it up where it was just, you came in and just laid it down right there, which is, is fine. Here, I would say something about that. That, okay, that was my it's, fault. My, that right, was based yeah. on my bad right. experience of right. 
not knowing what to say or what not to say. So yes, because that's she correct. had a yeah. former cerebral palsy, mm-hmm. my pickup line is that I almost felt sorry for her. And that's what okay. it was. Yeah. And because I looked like I have cerebral palsy, but I really have a stroke mm-hmm. or had a stroke. Right, right. So I went up to her and said, hey, uh, my name is Andre. Hey, I see that you might have the same kind of condition that I have. You're more invited to, uh, to uh, sit with me and my friend. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was saying that, like, God dang it, that sounds stupid as hell. But I didn't. So I have a tendency to feel bad for people that are somewhat severely disabled or who look like they're struggling. Right. Oh, sure. So, I mean, so even with the kids who are, like, who are born with disability, God dang it, I feel so bad for them. But Very I shouldn't, true. I guess. But the point was, like, she was all by herself. And then come to yeah. find out, she's very successful of s- selling medical uh, equipment to doctors and to hospitals. Right. So she right. makes yes. like t- yeah. twice as time as much yeah. as I do. First of all, she's beautiful. Second of all, she's successful. But you don't, <clears throat> and I think that she's to a point where, where we're at a point where once you get to know a person, you don't see the disability. It goes away. You don't notice no. it. You, you're used to it, I guess it were, because I'll give you a good example. In a nutshell, uh, I was sitting there talking to my brother-in-law, and he gave me a playful shove, you know, how guys can all go, get out of here, you know. And I fell over. And he goes, I'm sorry. He said, I forgot. I'm like, perfect excuse. Yeah. Because you know you don't see me that way. You, you see me as a normal person, and that doesn't exist because yeah. we know about it. We know what it's about, so we don't see that anymore. It's not an interest. It's yeah. you, the person yourself, that we're interested in. And that, exactly. that, that happens a lot, too. So... When people first meet, it gets kind of awkward, and I can see that with her. I can see that she's the only one here. She doesn't have any friends yet. She just moved here. Yeah, but we you know, didn't know just, that. We, we just, didn't know that, but I I, just, as, as we figured it out down later down the road, what we thought, oh, yeah, maybe we – well, not me, but you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, we're being polite. We weren't being – mean yeah. or nasty or you know we, but i was just we, being stupid then again we just assumptions we, yeah we, we goofed up so yeah that's fine no harm not no foul no harm i mean and maybe she looked at the situation after the fact too and went okay i could see these guys maybe they did it and i didn't like the way they did it but she you know nice about it yeah and she's very nice about it and, and i thought that was at least if you don't have a girlfriend at least you got a friend if she lives here well, and she hangs is, out there now and then I think the point is that for guys who are not good with women, right? What you should do is find or hang out with a bunch of friends and hang out with a bunch of women who are not going to be dateable to you, but you have that uh, that experience of being around a woman and right, knowing yeah. what to say, and not to say. Mm-hmm. So when you see a girl that you're attracted to, <coughs> then Correct. things can then you can progress that way. Right. So a lot of times people don't realize in high school right. or even junior high and high school is when you start developing those skills with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get, if you don't develop those skills right. in high school, mm-hmm. like it, there's a number out there that for men that don't date in high school, mm-hmm. they're dating outside of high school falls completely down to the radar. Okay. For men who have dated in high school, their numbers are much higher because they have much more of a 
uh, communication, about skills. With yeah, uh, yeah. So, it, it's, so I it's, tell people this, and this is something that I should have kind of done in my 20s, mm-hmm. or late, at least late in my 20s and 30s, is right. that when I stopped hanging out with other, those other four guys, right. I should have just gone to a restaurant and sat at the bar and ate food there and then maybe talked to uh, single women. Mm-hmm. Now, it's happened before. This is going to be my last story because it's all, okay. this is almost an hour. Okay. So, I had a couple of good experiences with women that, that were not in, in, at a strip joint atmosphere. But mm-hmm. this is why this is the kicker, folks. So I'm there, and she's there. And I think she. I was at my, uh, my local bar at the time, and it was just like a Thursday, or Friday night. And I didn't have to go to work the next day, so I'm there about between six and eight o'clock in in, mm-hmm. in the evening, and I'm there watching sports because I'm not get because I'm not trying to pursue anything because my confidence was pretty kind of weak. Okay. So this girl comes up. She sits next to me. And she's a brunette. And we start talking. And I have my, the way that I'm sitting there, I'm folding my hands square. So I'm hiding my left hand by default. Oh, and right. So I'm hiding my hand. I've told this story before. So here I'm, so here I'm talking to her and it's going great. And then we're almost to a point. I bought, I bought, I bought her a couple of drinks. Okay. And we're almost to the point where <clears throat> she's about to like ask me to go back to my place or her place. My place okay. is still on that ratchet hole. Oh, and then what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah. Okay. So I'm hoping to just go back to her place, and then I'll just like ski at her. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, this could happen. I don't have condoms. I'm kind of so. Oh, this is how much lack of experience I have. Oh. oh. So, yeah. So, I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a really awkward moment for me or really right. just like, oh, this is the best thing ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. So, I had to go to the bathroom. And as I'm going to the bathroom, I show my whole body and then my left hand comes out. And it's like, I wish people understood what cerebral palsy or stroke. When mm-hmm. someone's hand is limp and it has no movement, there's no... Right. There's no... Uh, right. nerves or ligaments yep. connected to the brain to the yeah. to the finger it looks like there's something severely wrong with you right so as i'm going to the bathroom i could tell that her that her uh mood or her it completely changed, changed. yes yeah so I, by the time i get back to the bathroom she's long gone yeah okay and, uh, yep. i'm telling people it's not that I'm not good at communicating with women. It's the right. fact that just that one little thing that yeah, that's that yeah. It's just that, that one little thing. Right. And I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure that if anything that's going to happen is that I'm going to probably end up marrying a girl that's relatively a lot better looking than I should ever date. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be one of those moments where it's just going to be like people just won't understand it. You know, I've seen that a lot before too. But that would be perfect and you're thinking and a lot of people will think well, what's she seeing him or what's well, he's you know that's and, and it's weird and and I'll, I'll tell you right now there are women out there like that my a good friend of mine his wife um is, is a normal gal um and I, she wasn't looking for 
she was looking for, of course, a guy that, that made decent money, but a guy that was just regular, nothing fancy, nothing crazy. And everything was going fine, and they had dated for a while, but her mother did not like him. Her mother said, well, he's handicapped, and he probably doesn't have a very good job, and, and that was not true. He has a very good job. He makes great money. Yeah, you told us. He's story. a computer yeah. guy. And yeah. and so that right there goes to show you, and they're happily married, has two kids. Yeah. You I couldn't mean, see anything better. And that's wonderful. That's because now he's happy. Not that I don't think he really had any trouble dating, maybe, from what I from what information I've gathered, but from what I know. Yeah. Um, and they told us that I went, wow. And then after a while, mom came around and goes, you know what? He's a great guy. Well, he makes I, money, you know, he's, just, I talked to him, you know, he's not, see, but there was an assumption made there. Well, he's handicapped, so he probably doesn't work and he's probably needs special things. That, that, that. No, she can't, she shouldn't be with him. Well, yeah, but that's just, that's you the know, old that, thing. I'm not, I'm not going to get into the big detail, right, but right. that's like, that's basically a hardwiring system. Sure. Right. So that's, anyone that's listened right. to this podcast before, they don't understand what it means, but human beings being hardwired to think a certain way. But I'm not going to get into it today because we're almost an hour into this. Oh. So that's pretty amazing. Uh, we did have a little commercial break through that because Ron had an answer to his master, his wife. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, Ron's life support I'd, is his wife. Actually, I'd rather defer to her as the boss. The boss. Okay, yes. Oh, yeah, okay. His boss is better than master. <laughs> yeah, yes. Master. Master. Master of the puppets. <laughs> Metallica. It's funny. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even a huge Metallica fan, but like certain them. songs come up. I like them. Like, the only other song about, I figured when uh, people are so lonely, mm -hmm. and they kind of like, don't go out, and they just kind of like, do their uh, stuff, Watching porn, right? It's kind of like that sad but true song. Yeah, that song pops in my head all the time. You wish you had that, but sad but true, you can't have shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which I probably ruined the whole song for everybody because now every time you hear that song, you go like, "God damn, this kid yeah, just geez. talks about yeah." Thanks, Andre. Jerking off, and then uh, and then the song comes "Sad but True" from Metallica, and "Sad but yeah. True" is about life and how you're never gonna get what you want. Mm -hmm. But I took it to the next level of just self-duplicating your, your, your junk. <laughs> sorry, James Huffield and, yeah, and Lars sorry, and uh, Chris and whoever no else offense. is on Metallica. Well, we can't take Jason because he doesn't play with the band anymore. No. But I do have him on Facebook. So yeah, so it's neat. So yeah. All right, folks. All right. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Crazy Dre Podcast Show. This is your boy, a.k.a. Crazy Crocker, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Find me on Apple. Find me on Spotify. Um, I do have other ways of uh, distributing my stuff through Buzzsprout. And thanks, Ron. Oh, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, it was a bit better than last night because you were, you were basically... Yeah, I'd have to say. I'm mom. a morning guy. Yeah, I think you uh, didn't have any touch of weed last night. Yeah. And you <laughs> took a little bit of that, and you, like, zoned out. <laughs> Basically, I, we were doing a podcast, and uh, Ron turned yeah. into a zombie. Yeah, so we, we're we not going to do that again. So, all right, folks. Thanks we'll for listening, ya. and uh, peace, love, and you can still try to get laid, for God's sake. Your life's too short not to. <laughs>